Hey, be quick. Hey, be quick. <laughs> then my daddy help. Yo, it's your girl, Kashandra. Your is Katama. Welcome to Yo to Year podcast. Where we talk about everything from side chicks to current events while staying black as fuck. Hey, let's do it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Yo to Yeah. She gets better and better at that every week. Uh, Practice. How are you feeling? Tired. Tired. Yeah, me too. Tired than a motherfucker. It's been a long weekend. It's been a long week. What did you do all week then? I was really just going to ask you about your weekend, but then you made it even longer. I mean, I had to work at this, like, foreign-ass job um, through a temp agency where we pretty much was helping customers, like, get the fight. Uh, the Manny Pacquiao and Thurman fight. Mm-hmm. I watched the fight yesterday. It was actually pretty good. It was a good fight. Thurman has heart. He has a lot of heart. But he should have won that won. fight, actually. Hmm? But Pacquiao won. Yeah, Pacquiao won by a split decision. But we thought Thurman was going to get knocked out in the fifth round because Thurman landed way more punches. But when Pacquiao hit him, that was a hit. Mm. It was a, yeah, it was pretty It was a intense. big impact. Mm-hmm. And I saw the Lion King on Friday. Did you like it? I saw it on Saturday. Um, yeah. You watched like the original, it. right? The Lion King is, like, my favorite movie of oh. all time. Okay. Like, number one. So, of course, I saw the original. Um, did I like this one? It was good. It was good for what it was. Um, Beyonce's choice. I mean, choosing Beyonce wasn't the best. Why? Because Beyonce, one, doesn't know how to act. She didn't have to act. Yes, you do. It's your voice. It's voice. If anything, I just feel like she didn't mess up the movie. No, I it, thought she was going to impact the movie because, like, once you hear her voice, it's like, oh shit, that's Beyonce. The first thing that her voice really came through, I didn't know it was Beyonce. You bugging the fuck out. As I really did not know this. Listen, when you, voice acting, although you can't see the person, it's still you need to hear like the inflections in their Correct. voice. It's kind of like when Tyra says, you know, smile with your eyes. Mm. Like, you need to be able to show that emotion with her voice, and, like, it stays exactly the same. Um, someone brought up the pacing of it um, on Instagram. Like, yeah, that's a really good point. The pacing was was off. For Beyonce? Or no, for, for the, the overall movie. movie. The overall yeah. movie, this was, like, really quick, kind of rushed through. Um, there was some moments where you're supposed to build the empathy. Mm-hmm. It was hard to build that. What about you? What did you think of it? Um, You know what? I just feel like since I haven't been watched it since I was little, right, it hit a little differently for me, mm. the actual movie. Like, of course, I knew all the sad parts that were going to be like Mufasa dying, hating Scar, hyenas. I just felt, Scar was I, great. I the thought. hyenas did not, like, get on your nerves as much as they did in the original, I feel like. Like, Ed's laugh was not really there. Um, that was the biggest part. I feel like they missed the the trio I think that they were trying to make it real. Because, like, hyenas don't travel in threes. They travel in, like, packs of, like, five. This six. is true. And I think they were trying to make it more, like, sinister. I don't remember. Uh, I guess reflecting now. Like, I didn't remember at first Scar bringing the hyenas on. But he definitely did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he definitely That did. was all a part of it. I mean, yeah. Like I said, it, it just... They tried to make it real, and I get it, but it's a bunch of talking animals. <laughs> how real can we get? Yeah, how real can we really get? Like, it's not going to get that. And I'm just, I was trying to fathom, I was like, really? So Simba grew into, like, this 400-plus pound 
little grown ass lion just eating fucking bugs. Yeah, that was that nigga died. That nigga would have died. <laughs> the whole time I was like, this nigga's Gross. all the animals around him. <laughs> I've died because Simba's eating up all the fucking grubs. Right. Simba, we get it. <laughs> At this point, eat Ralph. <laughs> eat the other antelope, nigga. We can't do this no more. Right. If we gotta sacrifice one. Right. This nigga said, oh, I thought you was a real lion. And then nobody brought up the fact that Nala's like his sister, pretty much. Like, there was one nigga there, Mufasa. Scar wasn't getting no ass. So. Well, was- <laughs> I, 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 that is his sister. <laughs> Like no one ever incest. thinks. <laughs> it's incest. I'm sure this happens all the time, though. Yes, in the Lion Kingdom, With, it's nothing. In the animal kingdom. Anim, animal kingdom, yeah, it's a lot of. Well, like it's different females. Not, that's not, why they well, look all it's exactly. It's not your sister. It's not. That's it's disgusting. <laughs> we can't think of it in human terms. And like you can't even think of the fact like like this nigga Mufasa did not take care of Nala at all. Like he treated her. <laughs> Yo, Yo, you are humanizing it so much. <laughs> That's what they want to do. They want to make it real, right? Well, oh my god! Like How this. did he not take care of her? He did not. How? Yo, when uh, he ain't never acknowledged her as his daughter, <laughs> not once. I cannot stand you right now. And then um, the part where Simba was fucking up, he's like, uh, "Excuse her, take Nala home, Zazu, little because bird." Because that was a lesson for the future king. It wasn't a lesson for all the kids within I felt the kingdom. That both of them were in danger. Could have learned from the lesson. Could have definitely learned from that lesson. She knew she was in trouble, but he also knew that her mama was about to get in that ass. Oh my god! That's what's going to happen. And don't say that males versus females in human form don't get treated different because they do get treated different. But they at least get my punishment is going to be different than my brother's punishment. Yeah, but they acknowledge you as brother and sister. Mufasa but we're already now. saying containment. There is no brother and sister like, in the pride sh- community. Like, shit, that's a girl. Exactly. Damn, I got a son. <laughs> that's the only child I got. No, it's not Mufasa. <laughs> Nala is your seed, nigga. I think he thought about everybody. He had to fight for his pride. He had to kill Mufasa? for them. Yes. Who he killed? He had to fight people off all the time. People I mean, now there was soldiers. <laughs> I mean, like, he had to fight the hyenas. He had to fight other lions. I'm just thinking of uh, him Scar, growing up. Nigga. Just think, not just what you saw in the movie theater. I'm trying to think of his life as a whole. Oh, my goodness gracious. Since we're taking this in human form, I'm sure he had a little rough life. What I was, the, what I did say is that, uh, I said this years ago, hmm. but, like, um, a prequel would be amazing. Of seeing Mufasa grow up? Yeah, Mufasa, Mufasa and Scar. And Star. That would be. That would be so dope. I mean, Scar's name wasn't Scar. There's like a prequel. If you look it up on YouTube, there's like a prequel that explains the story between Mufasa and Scar. Does it already? Hmm? I said, does it already? That's, I saw it years ago. Oh. I saw it a long time because I thought it Why was. Why haven't they ever put it to video then? I don't know. But I think it would be a really good, I think that would be a great idea. You should do it. I should. I will. You're second person. They're about to, to just me. steal it from you. I just want you to know. They that. probably are going to. I mean, they steal everything from me. <laughs> what else have you created? Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> did you? Mm-hmm. This nigga lying. I did. I, mean, I am lying. Lord have mercy. I Are you I having cool. a City Boy Summer? Is it Hot Boy Summer or City Boy Summer? I think it's City Boy. I think it's Hot Boys and City Girls. I'm about tired of having... Listen, I was trying not to, but you know. 
That's how the cookie crumbles from time to time. <laughs> from time to time, from my time nigga. To time, but it's nah. been crumbling like this for the past decade. You need to get your shit together. I need you to not put my <laughs> business in the street. That's why I need you to not do. I'm just saying. No, I don't. I don't know. I I, I want to. I kind of over it. I'm old now. I can't be. Popping it like you used yeah, to. Yeah, I can't. I totally understand. My knees don't work like you used they to. They don't. I be hearing other people have sex, not put people's business out there. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> He's still going. That nigga young. <laughs> got the meat. He got the meat. What does it sound like that you know this nigga's young? Sound like youth. And I, <laughs> what does you sound like? Like things getting banged and Uh-oh. like just yelling and. <laughs> Why do you sound traumatized? Because at some points I'm just like, is it safe? Is it safe? Are you okay? Is everything like once okay? for yes, twice for no. <laughs> Knock on the wall once, like it's just a lot. I'm like, I can't be fucking like that. My back would go out. I ain't gonna do that. I got shit to do. I'm not wearing a back break. Yeah, I'm not. You get one. If I've been eating my weeds and stuff, two good rounds. One good round, we're gonna go to sleep. We'll have another round in the morning. That's how it go. That one round is sufficient. At what though. age does it start becoming like that? Like 26. What? That's what it was for me. Oh, okay. I mean, but I was in a long-term relationship, so. So, what does that mean? It's just How like, did that affect you that much? The sex drive wasn't... Like, I was with two women who didn't have as high a sex drive as I was. Mm-hmm. As, as I did. Two women at the same time? No. Quiring was, minds just wanted to know. <laughs> no, it was two separate <laughs> relationships. Oh, okay. Um, and these two women, over a long period of time, didn't have a higher sex drive as I did. Mm. So, I was like, eh, I guess something... So, when you came out of those relationships, did your libido, like, shoot up? Or... No, I think it was one of those, I was drowning my emotions in women. And also, it was just like, I'm when I'm with somebody, it's just me and you. Yeah. So... Like, it's like two and a half years or three years of just one vagina. I'm like, nah, I need to know what's still out there. You know what? That kind of brings me to my next topic that I would love to talk about. Oh, that uh, message you sent me? Yes. So, earlier this week, off of the Shade Room, they had, the Shade Room had a great debate, right? Where it was, should marriage license expire like all other certifications or licenses within the state? And... I voted yes. What would you vote? Um, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, the reason why I don't know. The reason why I don't know why I would vote yes or no is because now that puts like there's gonna in order for you to renew your license, there's a test you have to pass, right? Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta send in money. You just gotta send in money, or have additional credits. Or get some education. If it's just something that you gotta renew, mm-hmm. I think no, that because that'd just be a waste of money. So I think it has to be something where you assess it. Mm-hmm. So um, I am apprehensive to it because now it makes people's marriage seem like it all has to be this one particular idea. Mm-hmm. So like it has to like it's like this. There are literally kids who are not good test takers. Like, if you give me an yes. English test, I'm okay. not going to do well on it because English has just never been my thing. You give me a math test, I'll do really well. But an English test, I'm not going to do as as great on it. That doesn't mean I'm dumb. Right. That doesn't mean I'm not 
you know, smart. It's just I'm not good at this or my my intelligence doesn't look like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I first saw the post, I was like, yeah, you should do this because, you know, niggas should have broke up 20 years ago. But then at the same exactly. time, what is the criteria for the renewal? For the, for the renewal? And if I, there is a criteria that mm-hmm. kind of tailors it to this idea of what a marriage should look like. Right. Well, well I don't know if I wholeheartedly agree with that point. What but do you mean? I think there should be specifications to the renewal, right? We need more information about this. But I think I agree with it because I feel like it will bring divorce rates down. Divorce rates skyrocket. I don't consider the renewal and divorce the same thing. I feel like divorce is like literally breaking the union. Well, renewal, it dissolved. It just, <laughs> we met our point. This isn't working. It didn't let's, disappear. Let's, it dissolved. Like, it's the same shit. No, let's not, let's not renew. Like, it gives an opportunity. I just feel like your renewal rate should not be your divorce, like, part of your divorce rate. Like, you get a tick for having a divorce. Like, that's put on you for the rest of your life. As a renewal, you just don't fucking renew. You were so married. it's like so it's like getting fired versus people not renewing your contract. It's getting fired versus being let go. Hmm. I mean, one you can file for unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like renewal could be a good thing, not only for me, my thoughts of bringing the divorce rate down, but also like. Like you said, some people are not meant to be married. Some people are in bad relationships that they just stick in because they say, like, you're not supposed to be divorced. Once you get married, you always marry kind of thing. And it's like they go through these growing pains for no reason. We have five years. Let's just cut our losses where we at now. We ain't been happy for four of them. Mm-hmm. That's a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. And who am I to just spend all my life not being happy? But then that doesn't... Because, you know, I mean, I'm not religious or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But those who believe in the religious aspect of marriage, doesn't that contradict? Uh, doesn't that contradict the original agreement of it? I would think so. I don't know how many religious people would back it up. Um, I Actually, I would think it's a yes or no. Because I would say yes, because you're, once you get married, you're supposed to stay married. You're supposed to work it out. Um, go through the hardships and whatnot together. Yeah. But if you renew and it's separate from a divorce, technically you're not going against, you know, the the Bible. You're not going against your partner and, and the commitment that you made. But you played not, it out. Mm-hmm. After five years, it didn't work. But you're Jesus, still not I'm married. Sorry. But you're still not married, though. Hmm? Like, it's like, whether you get fired or whether you get laid off, you're still unemployed. Yes. You're still not employed. Yes. So like you broke so that the the agreement of services has been like declined because you are either fired or laid off. Mm-hmm. So whether you get divorced or whether you um, don't renew, don't renew, you're still breaking the commitment of marriage. It's just one was broken for you, the other one. I mean, people do stuff against their religion every day. That's, it's just another Nigga, thing. you ain't got to tell me that. Just I know that. To, to chalk up. Like, Lord, forgive me. Okay. <laughs> That's what God said? Cool, brother. Don't worry <laughs> about it. You are forgiven, my God. Oh, it's nothing. I wasn't even thinking. Forgive me for what? I already forgot. I don't think it's that easy, but I think I think they say it so that you make your full potential and you give your all within your, your marriage. That is something that is sacred. I think 
I also think the hindsight or the negative side of having a renewal, people won't take their marriage as seriously. I think they'll feel like, oh, you know what? You know, I tried. I tried for these four years. I gave it them all. And then we could just not renew. But instead of putting in the hard work and the effort to actually make a relationship last. So did you read what the post said? Like full? Like the requirements and stuff. Um, I don't think that she had anything. Like, what would be the... Oh, um, okay, let me go to her. Let me go to the second one. She said, renewal on your marriage license should be, I say, $40 to $90 every three to four years. And I know a lot of y'all are going to say, well, marriage is supposed to be for life. Well, hun, it's just not realistic. Divorce rates are high, so why go through divorce when you could just choose not to renew your marriage? Marriage is a business, and a lot of y'all have no business being together. Mm. But that was about it. She didn't break it down. She was just putting it up there. I mean, she did put some criteria. She said, what, three to four years? Three to four years, $30, $40 for a renewal. So if you want to renew I think it, it should be five to seven years, honestly. After seven years, you're like common law married anyways. Mm-hmm. So it should be five to seven years. Okay, five to seven years. And that way I could claim something on like your pension or something. You know? Okay. I mean... She she definitely had a point saying there's a lot of us that are in the business of getting married which have no business being married. Mm-hmm. So that's that's valid. And it is a more... It's a good way to get people out of the situation. Of the situation. But I feel like people who were going to stay in a relationship are just going to stay anyway. So you don't feel like this will sway anybody? I think it would definitely change the idea of marriage. Yeah. I just do. For the better or for the worse? Um, I can't say whether it's better, better or worse, but I will say that it would just make the mentality towards it different. And I would actually think, actually think that marriage rates will go up. Yeah. And divorce rates go down? Um, no? You're not there yet? I think marriage rates would definitely go up because it would make it seem like... Like, some people are... The idea of being with someone for your whole life... Yeah. Seems terrifying. That is a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure. But if you say, like, yo, I'm going to be with them for, hey, like, five years. Well, you know what? We could do that. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's five years. I could do five years. Right. That's high school. But the person I marry, I want to be able to be with them forever. Like, I want you to be my companion for life. I want you to be my dying partner. So I don't want to take it lightly. And I do feel like this caveat could bring about that lighthearted mindset. Why, though? Why do I want to die with my partner? Yeah. I don't know. It was just always my mindset. When I get married, I don't really want to get divorced. My people in my life who have been divorced, they ain't never got remarried. Nigga, we in this for life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it sounds I mean but so but if there was more better options I mean if I was in a bad bad situation then I'm gonna get out yes but if we just mad at each other all the time or something like something so minuscule or something like so small then I want to try and work it out somehow what if you guys outgrow each other well let's learn each other again why is the first option divorce well, no, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I, I'm the same way. I don't, I want to be with them for the rest of my life. But at the same time, I could see why you would, like, 
want to try like you have a new chapter in your life and maybe this person's not in a new I agree I was for the renewal I could see both sides I would want to be married for life but if this option was there I feel like it would benefit a lot of people so that divorce rates wouldn't be as high to me I mean (laughs) for me now I guess the concern is not particularly divorce rates it's just people being married who shouldn't be married (laughs) that shit happens every day why do you think that happens people love the thought of love people um, try to find something that they're missing that needs to be self-fulfilled in other people people don't find healing in their past traumas and go to people who will bring about the same traumas from Mm. their past I mean there's all kinds of things I just sound like not enough people go to therapy. Yeah, I mean we're we're human. We we just try to find the good within whoever it is. I would hope. Let me let me put a disclaimer. I don't know if everybody does that. Mm-hmm. I do. Even like even in bad people, I try to find the positive within them. Within them, and sometimes that gets me in sticky situations, as in like <clears throat> not putting enough enough boundaries. So. Maybe it is just therapy. I mean, therapy that's needed. Or it's just human nature. I feel like we do that a lot. We definitely chase potential. Oh, yeah. We definitely chase potential than, rather than seeing what's in front of a us. A realistic view. And that yeah. happens a lot. I think um, somebody said it on Steve Harvey's show. Hmm. Which, you know, I don't even... Fuck Steve Harvey. Now I'm playing. Um, no, there's some things he says I don't really fuck with. Okay. Most things. But um, some guy on the show says, what's the, most, what's the biggest mistake people make when they're getting married? And the guy said, ooh, I got this. People say, I do, when they mean I try, I'll try. Mm. I was like, oh, that was a bar right there. So, like, people don't see what's in front of them. They'll see, like, oh, I mean, I guess I could try this. I could do this. I could try it. Like, No. What can you do? What can you contribute? Can you contribute to this marriage in a productive, collaborative way? Don't try and do it. Can you do it? Right. And a lot of people don't have the means to do it, mm-hmm. but they think they can if they give it enough effort or enough, uh, if they give it enough time mm-hmm. or uh, effort or fake ass effort. But yeah, I, it has to be work put in it. I saw, so I was at a car wash one day, right? And this lady, I was just talking to this random black lady. And she was talking about her experience of, I think she was recently going through a divorce and she was traveling and stuff, right? And so I guess she had, oh, and she has like some organization she was part of. And she was talking to another person within the organization and they were talking about relationships. And she was like, well, I guess he tried to do this or he tried to do that. And the other person or the friend was just like, what does this word try? Like, either you do or you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no try. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was like, if you go to other countries, like, that's not a word within their language. Like, you just do it mm-hmm. <laughs> or you don't. I was like, oh, that's real shit. Either commit or don't commit. Like, I guess if you if you gave it your all, that is you committing. That's you putting forward your best effort. If your best effort couldn't conclude with the result you wanted, that's one thing. But you have to put forward your best effort. Don't say you try it, then your trying is really half-assing it and wondering why your results didn't come through. Mm-hmm. So I think a big thing is us for trying to take out this word, try. 
Nigga, don't try. I do. I'll try to change. I'll try this for you. I'll try. No, nigga, just do it. No, I feel you. I mean, I mean, at the same time, I do see that try is the bridge between do and don't. It is, but I also feel like it's a caveat. Like, it's the easy way out. I think people oftentimes do use it as the easy way out. I think one of the big, like, but at the same time, so, like, one of my big things that I will, one of my biggest things that, like, yo, I can't date you, I can't talk to you, is if you have issues and you're not at least trying to address them. We all have issues, so let's be deeper. So, when I say, like, I think a lot of us come from, like, damaged homes, which is, like, a never another issue, another reason why I think marriages fail a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But um, first thing is, I feel like a lot of us come from damaged homes and, you know, uh, traumatic experiences or just, you know, not particularly functioning households. Not all of us, but a good amount of us. Right. And with that comes trauma. And I think a lot of times people react to that trauma in different ways and are not able to be conducive great partners okay so like i was just i was literally just having this conversation about like a lot of times we grow up in environments um this girl i met out here she's from new york we grew up in environments where vulnerability is not allowed like you just can't be vulnerable you can't just talk to somebody you know, freely. Oh, we're not. Um, that, that's what I'm saying. We're not able to conflict resolve. I think one of the Achilles heels that come with black people is that we're not taught how to do conflict, resolve conflict without like confrontation. Yeah. So a lot of times we're told like, "Yo, if someone hits you, you hit them back" or something yeah. like that. And, like, no, you need to defend yourself. But and we also think that confrontation always has a ne- like it has a negative kind of perspective. Yeah. Confrontation is not always negative. So that's the biggest disadvantage, like we have, like in the workplace, especially because, yes. like, a lot of times when someone talks to me crazy in the workplace, my initial thought is, "Who the fuck are you talking to?" Right. That's what I'm thinking, or I'm like, I'm ready to get you back or something like that because that is the rule of your environment. Mm-hmm. When there's other ways to do that, mm-hmm. it's the same thing within, like, so that comes from like a traumatic experience that we normalize. So with that normalizing of that behavior comes communication issues. Correct. Or just not being able to speak about certain things. So if I see you're not, you have those issues and you're not at least trying to change them, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten when I say trying therapy, if I don't see like you're at least interested in it, I'm like, I can't talk to you. Therapy is not for everybody, though. Who is it not for? <laughs> I need to understand. People, a lot of people don't. First of all, therapy. I feel like there's other ways to talking heal about your issues is not. For I feel everybody. like there's other ways to heal yourself. What? Maybe okay, so maybe I'm just classifying therapy as in going to see like a professional therapist, a professional counselor. Whether therapy could be with your pastor, nah. therapy could be with a clergy, nah. therapy could be with a mentor within the community, therapy could be meditation, therapy could be. Investing no. in self-help books. So no. you're limiting people's ability to heal. Like, there's other resources out there to heal other than just therapy. Not taking away therapy. I went to fucking school for therapy. So I'm trying to give as much coins to them as possible. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm saying is there is other solutions in this world. Yeah, no, there are other solutions. That shit just don't work for me. So, okay. like, if you... Subjective. Not, not, like, no. I feel like... 
the point of a therapist mm-hmm. is to have a perspective from right. someone who's unbiased. Correct. So I feel like if you're speaking to your pastor, not only do they know you, but they are biased because of religious views. Okay. Or, or the clergy or even your mentor or something like that. They know you to a certain level. Mm-hmm. So that makes them implicitly biased. But I like, mean, if you're speaking like the therapist is implicitly biased, they might not know you, but their background could, their background caters to their perspective. Yeah, but there's training for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're able to turn off implicit bias. Like, oh, if we were, there'd be a lot more black men alive. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we're affected by this by all people. That's true, but I think the people who would be the least affected would be the therapists. The trained people. Yeah, the trained professionals. Okay. So if you're not at least trying to go to therapy, I'm not. I don't, I literally have no time. Hmm. I don't. I think it could be traumatic, for like, just my past experience with my ex or something like that, but I just don't. I have a question. Yeah. When did, so have you always been able to, like, put up these boundaries and walk away or was there a certain point in your life when you was like, no, nigga. <laughs> I'm fucking done with this shit. Well, one, I've never made that uh, voice or tone in my life. I can't do it no more. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you said you wasn't going to hurt me no more. You said you was going to do right by me, Jody. That's it. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> I guess it was mostly after my last relationship. I started putting those boundaries in. Because I just didn't like how I felt in it. Yeah. Like I always say it all the time. I don't, I don't like... I felt like I was being taken advantage of. And I felt like I was putting way more effort into it than the other person was. So I just know for me, I'll never do that again. So after your last relationship, did you go to therapy? Yeah, I did. For a couple of months. I was just really hoping you would say no. You was hoping I'd say no? Yeah. Yeah, but I did. I got you, <laughs> But I did. I didn't go immediately after, but I probably went, I think the last three to four months before I moved out here. Gotcha. Yeah, I found somebody and I went. Well, no, that wasn't for the therapy. I had a whole emotional breakdown. Before you came here? Mm-hmm. Before you even visited here? After I visited here. Oh. No, it was before. Okay. It was in December. For y'all that don't know, I met Katama in the club, and we fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him, was this your jam? And he was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> and we grooved all the night. That's how the conversation started? I don't, I don't know how the fuck our conversation started. All I know, we was at a Thank You LA party. All I know is that, no, it was a Thank You LA party. I'm pretty sure. Thank you. At the parlor, at the, right? I know it was at the parlor, but it wasn't. Thank you. I don't remember. It was a thank you. Stop pussy, Mike. Stop telling me what to do. You like it? I do. <laughs> <laughs> we did friends ever since. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, I had like an emotional break, like an entire just shutdown we by friends, myself. But I didn't know shit about this, man. Huh? I said we friends, but I didn't know shit about. Oh, this. nobody knew. Nobody knows about it. Um. You had a whole just breakdown in my shower. And I was like, okay. You said in your shower? Yeah. I was like, mm. yeah, I probably need to go to therapy. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm constantly working on me. 
Um, Are there I'm, other ways that you work on you other than therapy? Um, I mean, work it out, but I could be more serious about that. Um, I'm always self-reflecting, though. I just always am. I agree. I've always been like that. Um, so yeah, I need the I I need to know that you are trying to build a better a, you, a better you, because like I was saying before, um, I said this before at a dating thing. I was like, a lot of us say we want to build, but don't have the tools to build. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make sense. How you want to build something, you ain't got tools. Um, another thing, foundation. you need to establish a foundation. And one of the reasons why we don't have a foundation is because the two essentials that you need to build anything are tools. And the other one is a map or an instruction manual or a blueprint. And a lot of us do not have blueprints because we come from those damaged homes. Correct. So, I mean, there's people who grow up with both their parents in the household. Parents should have been divorced 30 some years ago. Mm-hmm. People who grew up in violent households. I grew up more in a violent household. So I don't know what functioning relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, people who didn't grow up with their fathers in the house. Yeah, that's me. That's you. Yep. So Get you don't right on the nail. <laughs> so you don't know what a male relationship is. What a male relationship looks like. So there is a lot of the the your opposite the person that you grow up with. Your father figure, mother figure is the foundation of the person you're going to date when you get older. Right, your partner. Yeah, your partner. What you look for. Yeah, so what you look for in a partner. So when you don't have that foundation, you pretty much just figuring shit out as you go. Correct. And And subconsciously, like you're pulling from your your fictional character. Yeah. I feel like once I reflected from my past relationship, I was like, oh, he was a little absent. Within the relationship, like he, he gave minimal effort within the relationship. I was like, oh, well, that's my daddy. Like, <laughs> like goddamn, yeah, did he <laughs> left me at the fucking doorstep? Yeah, and yeah, because my ex was. Someone said that there was like someone said that yesterday. It was like, oh, you know, uh, guys run to people who like their mom. I said, nigga, I I run away from anyone that remind me of my mom. My ex. Did a lot of things that were like my mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was short and light skinned, like my mom. Everyone would look at my ex and look at my mom and be like, "Nigga, you're sick." And I'm like, "No, it just happened to be right. like that." But like, I think the big thing was, uh, shitty communication or not knowing how to communicate without getting upset mm. or some type of yelling. It's like, I don't do that. There's a lot of people think there's only two emotions. Oh, maybe three. They think they're sad. Angry and happy. Yeah. There's a whole plethora of emotions out there yeah. that people really go through, and we can't differentiate what's really going on inside, which therapy helps with. But I think if we become more self aware, which you can learn from a book, you or can going learn to this a from therapist. What'd you say? Or, or, go, <laughs> or going to a therapist. You can. We can promote that heavily. We definitely can, but you can also find it in other ways, is what I'm saying. But the awareness is what we're trying to get to. If you start being aware, I think that would help in your communication because now you're able to understand what's going on with you eternally in order to tell somebody, which is your external. Yeah, oh, yeah, just, I mean, and it's also just like being aware of 
Sometimes the shit that you're angry at, most of the things that you're angry at with someone is, I got nothing to do with the person. Right. Something to do with you. Yeah, something that you're angry about mm-hmm. with yourself that the mm-hmm. person seems to be, like, you. my therapist told me a long time ago, you don't get, no one gets you angry because you get yourself angry. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you are able to rationalize that, like, okay, what is this really about? Right. Externalize. Yeah, yeah. Then you're able to be like, okay. Then you're a lot more comfortable speaking uh, from a more logical point mm-hmm. that feels less vulnerable because it's based in like, oh, I know where this is coming from, blah, blah, blah. Right. Which is a hard process. I mean, it's, it's even harder when you don't see that shit at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I try to, it's crazy. And I'm in thinking about it now. I'm always like, well, where do you, the person that you, like I said, the person that you, like, sorry. So, like I said before, your parents are the foundation as to the person that you're dating, right? So, like, oh, you look at your mom, like, I want something like that, blah, blah, blah. But then at the same time, your mom or the person that's the same gender as you is the person that you try to develop who you want to be. So, like, I wasn't allowed to be anything like my father. Mm-hmm. Anything that I did that resembled my father was, like, either beaten out of me or yelled so I would build my idea of relationships and my build my idea of uh, what a man should be like or the type of man I want to be based on like most of the time TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my shit from Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball? Mm-hmm. That's kind of late in the game that's though. That's my favorite movie. So that's what you want your relationship to be like? Not exactly. That nigga was abusive. Was he? Q was not. Q was not the best. He was not abusive. That's fucking my he other was, favorite. My other favorite movie is fucking uh, "What's Love Got to Do with It." So we want to talk about abuse. I right, turn. I'm, okay. I'm sensing a habit. <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern. That's what I see. Quincy was not abusive. Yo, there's. Can we just go back because a lot of the relationships back then that we used to watch that we were like, oh, mad relationship abusive. goal. We're terrible examples of relationships. They were. Yo, they always like, oh, what is it? Whitley and um, the nigga from a different world? Dwayne. Dwayne. I'm like, yo, this nigga is reckless. Like, when he said, yo, if you ever blah, 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 and got her face and was like getting all intense, and the girl's like, ooh, I want someone to talk to me like that. What is your problem? (laughs) You don't like nobody to put you in place? Not like that. First of all, you ain't gonna talk to me like that. Like, like you, you, you might. You might. If the pussy good, you know, I'm gonna be quiet. Which one is it? <laughs> no, like, all right. I think that you can speak to someone without being confrontational. There you is a time and place. There is a time and place in which you gotta do that. But, like, I don't think that that should be a yearning for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I like when I can joke around with you. Mm-hmm. Put me in my place, yeah, but there's often, there's numerous ways you can put me in my place. I'm more of a person that you you're better off getting me you're stu- you're better off stunting me intellectually than like trying to like have, yeah try to have a bar uh, a battle with me because yeah. I'm my first thought the f- I'm pussy like that's right. my first thought but like uh, 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 Dwayne and Whitley toxic as fuck. Um, Q and Q and Monica was not toxic. It was toxic. It was fuck. not toxic. Like, it was an ongoing got, love story. It's not, bro. Like it it's is. like, like it's like double or nothing. 
This bitch had to play this nigga one on one. It was their first love. Basketball was their first love. They loved each other. She had to play this nigga one on one just to get him to be like, I. She didn't. She didn't. That's the type of relationship you want? You gotta pretty much win a game of basketball and let's not act like. Q didn't play her like a nigga when he was playing basketball. Like he, oh, well, he was, yes, he was mad too. Q was hurt. Q was playing her like a nigga. Like he took the knee brace off and everything. <laughs> I was like, yo, this put it back on, baby. This nigga act like the life was, was on the line. He was upset. Q was an asshole. Either way, it's my. Q favorite. was an asshole. Uh, uh, um, I'm trying to think. Martin and Gina. It's like they were in love was so intense and volatile and all over the place and like it was passionate. Yeah. What do you find as a good relationship? Like you think it's not gonna have waves? You think it's not gonna go up and down? Nah, it was like intense. Like, like I think that Beth and Randall on This Is Us was like a good. Who the fuck is that? You don't watch This Is Us? Oh, let's say yeah. Glad you finished. (laughs) Yeah, like Beth and Randall on This Is Us is like a real good example. Mm, Or like I love they black. I like Rochelle and um, uh, 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 Julius on Everybody Hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. That was unnecessary. Um, (laughs) I think that they have a pretty good relationship. Um, Oh my goodness. um, I think Uncle Phil. I mean, okay, maybe Martin and Gina wasn't that. It was a cute, it's a cute relationship, but it's also like my God, like intense. It's like just relax, bro. That was them though. That's true, but I used to. So I used to watch a lot of guys and try and like, I don't know. I used to just take bits and pieces. You would take bits and pieces from these fictional characters, or the, the movies and the TVs, to build your image of what a relationship should look like. What I would want my relationship to look like and what I think a man should be or like mm-hmm. what my morals would be. It was That's fictional and... Me too, sis. What? <laughs> Take all the like fictional like information from TV, from books I read. Yeah. Of what a relationship should be. Songs was. too. Oh my God, don't get me started. Songs was like... Don't get me started. I probably get... Yeah. in the feelings with songs. Yeah. Like growing up, I would take... I mean... Obviously, the biggest chunk came from uh, Muhammad Ali. Okay. So, I would definitely... So, I would say, like, the two biggest chunks of, like, my depiction of what a man... What the type of man I wanted to be was Batman and Muhammad Ali. Okay. That's not me at all. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, a sprinkle of the rock. Okay. And, um... Extra hair. <laughs> and Will Smith. I love me some Will. Um, Will Smith was more when I got older, but the first two, it was Batman first, and then it was uh, Muhammad Ali. Hmm. I always want. I just, I just like I would take little things that they would do, and then I would just watch other people hmm. and combine it. So I'd like watch like the intimidation of Mike Tyson, or uh, the 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 quick wit of Batman and the willing to die for what he believed in Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I would take, I was always good at taking bits and pieces, like taking the meat, leaving the bones. So like, even with my father, even though I was supposed to be anything like him, my father's comfort with himself being himself is something like, I was like, all right, I want that. Or like his toughness. This thing is crazy. He, this tough and then this crazy. He's crazy. Okay. Well, um, no. So yeah, I'll take that. Or like my, even my mom's like, Worth that work ethic, yes, and like she doesn't let statistics stop her from anything. I'm like, all right, fuck with that. 
But like I would listen to songs too. I would listen to um I guess that's why like Mary J. Blige and Usher used to hit me so hard. But there was this one song that I used to listen to like over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It was like um He is my mind is like I don't know how to oh, <laughs> It was a, it was a good song. I'll play I'll put it in the in the edits. Oh, okay. <laughs> I honestly took a lot of my stuff. I don't have actual characters that I can remember that I was like, oh yeah, I want my man. That was a lot. Oh yeah, I want my man to be just like that. But I do understand that I took watched a lot of rom coms and romantic movies and felt like my man should be like that. No man is that ever. Or maybe, or maybe no man that I want is ever that dramatic. Yeah, like, yeah. it's never that passionate. Yeah. But sometimes I really do look for that passion. I do feel like you should be passionate about your partner and wanting your relationship to last. I don't feel like that's too much to ask for within a partner. Um, but as much as they give, like, running in the rain for your love, nobody ever did that for me. <laughs> <laughs> my, ne- my old nigga barely wanted to kiss me in the rain. <laughs> Why are we sitting here? Get your ass I just want it. Just a little. Why do you want to kiss in the rain? Cause it's cute. It's not cute. It's delusional. This nah, I got exactly. The... This is what. This is the respect I get. Now nah, I got the fucking sniffles because you want to watch the Notebook. Bitch, <laughs> I got a hundred and two degree uh, temperature right now because you want to reenact some shit you saw on Lifetime. Get your ass in the house. So. I mean, I understand. Take it. It doesn't play out just like the movies or anything else. But I did have to build my relationships off of what I saw in on TV and stuff, rather than in person. Not to say I didn't have like uncles around me who my aunts were still married to and whatnot. But to me, they were still kind of absent too. So, so I never. I, I did not have good role models. I did not have the foundation. So who did you have, like, was it the same thing with you, like, the person type of woman you wanted to be? Um, <clears throat> I never gave that much thought. I guess it would have to be. Um, I always started to be, well, I was always breaded and, and molded to be, like, this independent individual, basically. That's who my mom and grandma raised me to be. Mm-hmm. A caregiver, somebody who's nurturing, somebody who takes care of their family. Um, so, I mean, I feel like I was shaped into a wifely duty, but also do it on her own kind of sis. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like isn't always healthy. Because I feel like they don't take the help or, or, or seek that part of the relationship that they need. Like, I'm talking about my mom and my grandma, like, opening up themselves to be vulnerable again to having a partner or giving that space for somebody else to come in and join their life and be a part of their life. Um, which I find difficult now at times, like, because my patterns are, have been the same for a long time. And so sometimes either I give too much in a relationship and I kind of waver on, I guess, where I want to stand sometimes. And then other times I don't, I'm not open enough to allowing the changes of 
my partner, if that makes sense. Allowing them to lead in a way. So we have like this force of um, who leads and who follows. But it's not a great balance. That's interesting. I don't see you dealing with that. Huh? Like, I don't see you... I don't see that being a problem. No? With you. We're not in an intimate relationship. I think it's different. No, I'm not saying us. I'm just saying in general. Mm -hmm. I don't see you... I don't see you being vulnerable. Like, hard. As being hard. Um, I was... I'm also, like, the baby of the family. I'm also pretty spoiled, so I get my way most of the time. So I guess when it doesn't really go my... I just have this precedence of how things are going to be laid out. I'm also Virgo, so I feel like I'm a planner. And if things don't go a certain way, if it gets veered off the path of my thoughts, I could be like, "Mm, what the fuck is going on? Like, this isn't how it's (laughs) supposed to be. This isn't how it's supposed to be. This is how you were, <laughs> you were supposed to do A, B, and C, and it was going to equal D, motherfucker. And now we over here with parentheses and... <laughs> mixing subjects. How? Math and... No. Well, what I'm saying, though, like, it's the metaphor. I mean, I guess. You too tired to care? No, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I still don't see it as, like, I just see it as, like, you have a particular way of doing things from time to time versus no you want to take charge most of the time but yes but that's I'm saying that's what my grandma and my mother presented Mm -hmm. them always having to be the lead them not allowing somebody else to be the lead or even allowing space for that so to me that could be a disadvantage for me you just gave me an idea not an idea an epiphany you need to go to Tiffany's what is it to go to Tiffany's for who? For what? <laughs> no, I was thinking because my whole life with the women in my family. Hmm. Now you're making me rethink things now, because the women in my family don't act like stereotypical women. Okay. They act like niggas, pretty much. They act like just dudes. They fight. They do this and that. But now I'm thinking, because I've never seen them like be like you know a man take care of me this and that blah blah. blah. But now that I think about it, that wasn't an option for them. Mm-hmm. It was like an option was presented, and it was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to be my own independent woman. It was, nah, pretty much the niggas that we dealing with ain't really doing anything. Right, so we got to take over. So we have to take over. Correct. And that's where my mom and them got to, like, you have children. You can't just sit on your ass. That's interesting. But I feel like it's a disadvantage for me in, in dating purposes and what I look for and how a relationship should flow. Because not only am I taking it from fictional characters off of these TV shows and movies, I'm trying to battle it with this thought process of being this independent person. This independent person has to have a vulnerable capability of opening up and sharing the role with their partner of leading. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fictional characters are fictional characters, which creates fictional expectations. Right. Mm. It's part of my battle. So how do you find real expectation? Mm, I get knocked down off of that fucking... <laughs> 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 Bitch, that's fake. <laughs> my fucking uh, rain, kissing in the rain story. That, uh... that shit is nah. ridiculous. I think, I think growing up made it more realistic in viewing how relationships really work. Um... 
I have an older cousin who went on, you know, started dating a little bit earlier than me, so I was able to view that. I have an older brother who I saw him go through relationships um, with, and so I just, I guess I started picking up on the real-world relationships, and of course my own reactions to, like, high school relationships are small encounters, like, throughout college. I just started... (laughs) You fucking greedy ass nigga. I can't eat the grape. <laughs> I, had, I don't know, I had a mysterious hair on it. But <laughs> That's why I didn't touch it. Oh, you gotta just take the hair off your jaw. Anywho, I started growing more and realizing that the rom coms aren't it. That would never happen. I don't know, you just made me think about my whole. Your whole life? I mean, yeah, the rom com. Because I I'm honestly am. Uh, a hopeless romantic that's buried in sarcasm. It's and, buried deep. Buried deep within sarcasm and, um, you know, other stuff. But now I'm thinking, so like, I definitely relate to that whole rom-com thing, but I'm like, hmm, this whole idea of chivalry and taking care of a woman, it don't make no sense. I'm like, I'm really questioning, like, why do I think about it? Mm-hmm. So Where did it come from? I mean, I think we all should think, like, where do our ideals of relationships come from? Or well, like, gender roles, really. Well, I never grew up with gender roles. But then again, I didn't grow up with a lot of men. Well, where did you get, I have to be, I have to present as chivalry? Are you saying that's from what I'm wrong? No, what I'm saying is a lot of people, the idea of chivalry to me is stupid. Because it's like... Yeah, you refuse to open a girl's door. I'm not going to open your door. I mean, I'll open your door if it's like a date night. But for the most part, the ideas of... The principles of chivalry came when women had no fucking rights. Mm Mm-hmm. So, ideally, you're kind of perpetuating that idea. Hmm. It can't just be a nice gesture. No, a nice gesture is other stuff. I don't do... I do nice gestures, but for the most part, I treat you well. Okay. So, like... And I do stuff that makes logical sense. But the idea of a man being, like, the sole provider... Paying for everything, treating this woman like a queen or a princess, really, rather than a queen. It's just so foreign to me because I didn't see that at all. Like, I just don't. I always saw the women in my family as, like, strong, independent women. But now I'm questioning, is that who they were or that's who... Situational. Mm -hmm. Is that what the circumstance and cause it to be? Mm Mm-hmm. I think everybody wants to be loved. Now, a lot of people go through these marriages that we were talking about and end up divorced and don't want to go back through that again. So you put this defense wall up, which I think that's where you marry your children, basically. You just give your all to your children. I think that happens you Marry a lot. your children. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a whole other subject. In Alabama. Like, who, not literally marriage your children. <laughs> Like, you give your life to your children, your finances, your time, your effort. It's all to your children. It's not really to you. It's whatever benefits your children. In your kid's adult life? That, too. No, you're saying so, like, because they got... I'm saying work. growing up and, like, it, you never really, you never really stop. You don't put the boundary up. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like my mom, even though we don't get along. Really? Her life was always about kids, but she just showed it in a different way. Mm. She didn't really have a life outside of us. No. Yeah, but... She's glad she had a boyfriend. I mean, mama got needs, but, you know... Okay. <laughs> but for the most part, not really. She didn't have a life. Hmm. She didn't have that many friends. Maybe that's the life of a parent. Mm, I don't know. Some t- parents... So I'm taking my time. 
Some parents out here be living their best life too. Like you ain't got a child. I know. I'm gonna keep. Does that really mean you don't have a child, or that just mean that you understand you have a child and you're an individual yourself? No, some. I just know I'm gonna be traveling with kids. I'm trying to figure out who cut you. What barber didn't cut you? Well, what happened? Is this a cut or a scar? That's a scar. You got your ass. When I ran into a pole. You 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 don't have to lie no more. No. I really did run into a pole. Man, how old were you? I don't remember. I just remember I was short and fat, and I told everyone thought I couldn't run fast because I was Why fat. Why did you start with that? Because everyone thought I couldn't run fast because I was mm-hmm. fat, and I was like, fuck y'all, nigga. I got, I got you know, speed on these legs. And I raced this nigga, and I turned around to laugh, like, ha, 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 you getting beat by the fat mm-hmm. nigga. And, you know, there's the pole. Yep. God don't like ugly. I won that race though. Because <laughs> the race Your ass was to fell the pole. out mm-hmm. from a pole. I was going so fast, I couldn't slow myself down. Oh my gosh. Well, what do you, would you say in conclusion? In conclusion, it seems like everybody needs to become self aware of how they grew up, the expectations of their partners from what they saw when they grew up, um, become self aware of having realistic views versus potential views. And, I mean, that's about it. Go seek therapy. Go yes. change your life. Fix and your life, honey. Start working on building your own blueprint. Start working on building your own blueprint uh, for these marriages so that you two can build something beautiful. You said stop working or start? Start. Start working. Oh, okay. I was clear, but you want to be rude. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes <laughs> another episode of Yo Two. Here! Y'all be sure to follow us on social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at Yo To Your. That's at Y O O, the number two, Y E R R. Also, you can follow us individually. You can follow your girl Chandra at goddess underscore of underscore sickness double zero y'all and Katama at Katama that's K-E-T-A-Y-M-A alright hope to hear from y'all soon